This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Back into the fray till the top of the hour. In six minutes, we'll update the news on the other side. Ernie Eves and Peggy Nash are going to join us with our roundtable discussion. We're going to talk about uh, Canada potentially increasing family reunification numbers because uh, there's been uh, a huge outcry. Uh, They opened it up online for people to uh, put in, I guess, their uh, requests, and within 10 minutes it was shut down because they were overwhelmed. (laughs) And so uh, is it to extend the program or uh, cap it, and let's just try to deal with the backlog. But I wanted to get to something else here with our panel while we still have time. Anthony Fury, Peter Tabbins, and Joe Mahevic has to do with the uh, Ford government's cancellation of the basic income pilot. Uh, It's now before the courts. People are contesting it because they say that it's kind of caught them short. In March, uh, they're going to draw down on this. It's, you know, 4,000 participants in three communities, Lindsay, Thunder Bay, and Hamilton, Brantford. They say that's not enough lead time. It's altering, you know, uh, their... uh, Standard of living and so on and so forth, $16,000 roughly to an individual, twenty-four to a couple. Anthony Fury, let me ask you, is this something that even belongs before the courts or is it government prerogative? They just want to change the rules of engagement. Uh, whenever government proposes any new program and any new pilot project, my, my immediate response is, let's just not do it. Because the day after you do it, people are saying, oh, we can't possibly get rid of this. It's entrenched in the system. People have rearranged their lives around it. And I, I just find this to be a, an absolute classic example of, of all of this. One thing, and I think there, there's a theme between a lot of the stories we're talking about today, John, which is how things have changed change culturally, the way we view stuff. A lot of people have come forward and told their stories about, I can't possibly live uh, without this. I'm entitled to this. I think, go back, you know, a couple decades ago, and I can't imagine people stepping forward and 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 and, and saying this, you know, uh, about themselves, that they're, them feeling entitled to this program. It is, it is so bizarre. I don't think this should be before the courts. If you want to see this tested out, there are people from all political walks of life who support a guaranteed uh, minimum income project. I do not for uh, a number of reasons, but I it's the whole thing, taking it to court and, 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 and playing the personal victim card on it, it is just galling to me. How about him? Havoc, an entitlement that, uh, you know, they've decided is not going to be prolonged. Well, the, the question here is, do contracts, should contracts <clears throat> survive the end of one government into another government? So let's say it's uh, the Eglinton Crosstown, which we were talking about during the break. <clears throat> you cannot come after and say, you know what, what the Liberals did or whatever government is in power did, that doesn't count anymore. We're just going to rip it up and pretend that it didn't happen. Well, no, that's it, an infrastructure project. This is uh, something that's being grandfathered out. They're giving enough lead time. It's going to be uh, till the end of March. Well, they, the previous government obligated not the Liberal Party, but the government to fund it for three years and to learn from it. They have to finish that piece of work uh, to that's the fair, equitable, and maybe even the legally appropriate thing to do. If they uh, don't survive this court case, then I understand there's civil litigation as well. So we'll see where those where those things go. But in my opinion, they should finish that job, do the right thing, study it, not continue it, study it deeply. Because it just may be in this economy where people have part-time jobs and very fragile uh, incomes that it might be a way to actually help people secure uh, a good quality of life uh, in a very uh, difficult uh, employment context. All right, but Peter, the civil litigation suggests to me that these people are being positioned as victims. The government is victimizing them, are they? Well, I think ultimately the, the courts will decide whether or not this is something that is to be litigated or not. But I think the central thing is, and this is very frustrating to me, is if you're going to actually look for ways to reshape social service programs 
to give people that boost so they can get on their feet and establish their lives, then go through and do the experiment. The numbers will tell you whether the experiment works or not. I think uh, that the people who volunteered to do this, and if you'll remember when they started out on this, people didn't want to take part in it because it pries into their personal lives pretty deeply. They had to make some pretty substantial commitments. But for the Ford government to continue to not want to actually investigate and see whether there is another workable approach that may, in fact, over the long term, cut costs, makes no sense to me at all. I mean, it's consistent with the way they operate. Facts are not particularly something they're interested in. Yeah. But, to, but to stop and not do the research and say, okay, we're not going to go down here without even looking at the numbers makes no sense to me. It's it's anti-business, if you want. Well, wait till they kill all day kindergarten. <laughs> That'll be another <laughs> shoot to drop. Although he said earlier today uh, they'll continue at least for another year after this I, one. I think that is going to be a massive fight. He has no idea what he's doing. Well, wait a minute. Uh, you know, he's no looking idea. for efficiencies and economizing and all the rest. Uh, yeah. well, let's leave it for another time. Uh, Don't burn all week, the gold. That's, That's, a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, you're right. Stay hot because it's cold outside, and uh, we'll reconvene next Wednesday. Peter Tabbins, Anthony Fury, Joe Mahavik. Much appreciated you coming in this Wednesday afternoon. We'll get to the news on the other side, a roundtable. Ernie Eves, former Premier and Finance Minister, and Peggy Nash, who's also uh, a member of the NDP, but a visiting prophet at Ryerson University. She'll be visiting us along with Ernie. Next on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.